Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, rock school, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. It's it's seldom the mistake that makes people the most angry. Yeah, it's what is it? It's the lie. It's the cover up. It's the uh, blame. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Tammy, I'm going to tell you about a rather large fire that happened back on June 1st, 2008 in Los Angeles, California. Okay. However, no one was told about how bad the fire was for music until about a month ago when the New York Times revisited to see what actually happened. It's called the Universal Music Group Vault Fire. At least that's what it's being referred to as. Right. The Universal Music Group, UMG, is the largest music holder in the world. And the music that they held, the masters, the master plates, the tapes, the everything, burnt. This happened 11 years ago? Yes, it did. And what they said was when it happened, yes, we lost this. Yes, we lost that. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you right now. Mm -hmm. It happened on the back lot of Universal Studios Hollywood, Los Angeles, Sunday, June 1st, 2008. What happened was there were workers that were repairing the roof and they were using blow torches. Oh, no. Now, according to what they were supposed to do, code and what have you, when they were done, they were to wait around for at least an hour to see if anything caught on fire. Okay. And they did just that. Oh, no. However, they couldn't see that something was igniting on the inside. no. Kicked off about 2 o'clock in the morning, and it said, UMG, once again, Universal Music Group, stated that they lost about 40,000 movie titles. Now, I'm not worried about the movie titles because what burnt was their video vault. Okay. This was all the copies. So they still have the originals of the film. Gotcha. What I'm worried about Mm -hmm. is their audio vault, which for some reason they went out of their way not to tell anyone that it burnt. What they reported was that Brown Street, New York Street, these are sets, Mm -hmm. uh, New England Street, the King Con attraction, and some other structures that make up Courthouse Square burnt down. Right. And then they said it will all be re- you know, rebuilt, we will put it back together. And everyone went, okay. And forgot about it. I don't know that they forgot about it. I think for some reason they didn't tell because they expected it would be very, very bad PR. And then the New York Times found out what happened. Oh, no. So today on Rock School, I'm going to tell you what happened to anywhere from 400 to 500,000 original songs from the 40s and up. 
they're gone. My goodness. Absolutely gone. Wow. And we'll tell you what it means. We're going to talk about the UMG fire here on Rock School, and we're only going to play music by those that may very well have lost all their masters here on Rock School. You and me, we used to be together every day together always. I really feel that I'm losing my best friend. I can't believe this could be There's no doubt, don't speak. It's entirely possible because we still don't have the entire story, if you will. Right. It could very well be that all of No Doubt's masters are gone. Oh my goodness. Now, a lot of people may very well look at that and say, well, who cares? Uh-huh. I mean, we have a copy. A little later on in the show, we're going to talk about what these masters are okay. and what they really mean to music and the fact that they're gone and the fact that this fire mm-hmm. is in no way, shape, or form the only time that masters were accidentally or on purpose lost or thrown away. Were they all in California? Oh, no. I've got them out in New Jersey and such, but it's, really? it's amazing how quickly we'll just simply throw things away. Uh-huh. Sometimes we tried to turn them into collector's items, things uh-huh. like that. So we'll, we'll talk about that going on. But it says here that the discs, the master discs, and the master recordings, like the tape, of anywhere between 120,000 and 175,000 albums were destroyed, and that could be upwards of a half a million songs. I'd love to tell you that I know the correct numbers, but still, UMG is, well, maybe, maybe not. They had to admit, because of the New York Times story, that they lied. Now, they call it inaccuracies, but let's be honest, they lied. Oh, my goodness. This vault held... Masters from Chess Records, DECA, MCA, Geffen, Interscope, AM, Impulse, and all their subsidiary uh, labels. In fact, it says here Chris Novoselic is of the opinion that the master recording of Nirvana's Nevermind, gone. <gasps> oh, no, 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 no. It says here all of DECA's masters from the 1930s to the 1950s, including most of the original chess masters by Chuck Berry, Otis Redding, Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, John Coltrane, gone. Goodness. The original recordings of all Buddy Holly songs, Bill Haley and the Comets Rock Around the Clock, Jackie Brenston and his Delta Cats Rock at 88, Bo Diddley's Bo Diddley, Etta James at last, 
the Kingsman Louis Louis, the impressions, people get ready. Gone. Everything gone. Wow. And there's a whole slew of other people. Um, they they reported that Steely Dan had lost all of their masters. Yeah. But Steely Dan said no. Out of pure dumb luck, their masters were moved to Pennsylvania because of some remixing things. Mm-hmm. So their masters survived. Well, thank goodness. Thank goodness. But Soundgarden, Hole, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 50 Cent, The Roots, Benny Goodman, Cab Calloway, Andrew's sister, Sister Rosetta Tharp. I'm just picking some out. There's yeah. there's a hundred names. Neil Diamond, Sonny and Cher, Four Tops, Aerosmith, Rufus and Shaka Khan. Either a portion or all of their masters are gone. Wow. Okay, so what? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, so what do we care? So right now, you may have people that are holding their phone or their iPod, if mm-hmm. those things are still around, uh, whatever they're using, and they go, well, I-, I think it's terrible that Aerosmith lost their masters. Mm-hmm. What do I care? I have it. What does Aerosmith care? Isn't how, it on the cloud? How ma- Right. How many copies of Walk This Way do we have? Yeah. It matters, number one, because it's history. Okay. You know, there are certain things that we as a society should decide are important enough to keep. Our music. And I think our music is one. Right. This won't infuriate you because, which shouldn't, because this was an accident. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about more in the future. But when we get back, I want to talk about why we care. What's a master? What does it do? What's the point of it? And again, we're going to play songs by those who lost either a portion or all of it. I said Rock Around the Clock was gone? Yeah. Here's Rock Around the Clock on Rock School. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. But it's that right, so join me home. About the UMG fire that happened, would you say 11 years ago? Yeah. You did the mathematics I was of counting. it. Uh-huh. June, not too long ago, the New York Times puts out an article and proves that all of these master tapes, master discs, are gone. Okay, so what? We have a digital copy of all of these. Is that not better than the master? You know what? You would think. However, yeah. when I say we've got a digital copy of all of these, herein lies the problem. It's a copy. Every single song you have on your iPad, on your cloud, on your stream, what have you, is indeed a copy. It is at least one generation less than the master. Okay. Now you think to yourself, it's digital. Mm -hmm. So when I make a copy of it, it is absolutely the exact same thing. 
may be true. I'll be honest, I don't know enough about it to say yes or no. However, that MP3 copy more than likely is about the third down the line. Okay. So there are the master tapes. You can't keep playing them and keep playing them and keep playing them. You wear them out. Right. Right. So you make a master copy of that. Now Uh that becomes the master where one generation down and music is lost every single time. Right. You put it on a record. Mm Mm-hmm. It's still a copy of a copy. Right. A cassette is a copy of a copy. MP3 is probably a copy of a copy of a copy. So what you have is an MP3 made from a record that is a copy of a copy and then you have a copy so is that what four generations down right and you start to lose a lot of fidelity Mm -hmm. so when copies start to become bad we go back to the master put out some more you got it you create new secondary masters in order to create not anymore it doesn't exist oh my plus there can be no remixing or changing if indeed Chris Novoselic is correct, mm-hmm. Smells Like Teen Spirit is going to sound like Smells Like Teen Spirit for the remainder of our life. Right. There will never be a relook at it, something like that. And you say, well, what do you mean? Why, why don't you do When vinyl started coming out, that was its whole point. New 180 gram vinyl and it's a remix for this. And Sgt. Pepper's just put out a huge remix. Yeah. Well, the Beatles did, yeah, but Sgt. Pepper's yeah. the album. If it's gone, not a chance. Things that were recorded in multiple tracks but sent out in mono can Mm -hmm. never be turned stereo because it's impossible. I can't take a mono recording this digital and turn it stereo. Oh my. I can try faking it. Yeah. But I'll never get it that way. Plus, tapes are history. I mean, they don't only contain the song, Mm -hmm. but they contain the talk, the prep, the post. You get a snapshot, which is why the fact that we have only about 15% of every silent film ever made thanks to fires. Right. And if I run out of time at the end of this, I'll talk about that. Really, only 15% of all silent films exist because of nitrate film, Mm -hmm. and it just burned like crazy. The thing is, when you look at a film from 1910, what have you, it's not only the film, it's a snapshot of what we were as human beings. Yeah, who we were, what we looked like. Exactly. How, how we, we acted. How we acted, what what we yeah. thought was funny, things like that. And when they're gone, they're gone. That's all there is to it. These tapes are history. It contained so much metadata mm-hmm. that they should be held on to. But again, this was a mistake. This should not have happened. This was done not on purpose. So it can be that you dislike it, but eh, it but wasn't it, it wasn't on purpose. But no one would ever do that on purpose. I uh I beg to differ with you there, my dear. Completely beg to differ with you. We gotta play another song. I don't know that all of these were lost, but a large chunk of their music was lost. The four tops here on Rock School.
Coming into the first break, now the UMG fire again, an error. Let's talk about the fact that it's not the first time this has happened. Okay. Many, many, many masters and many, many sets of tapes and such were either destroyed or by the skin of your teeth saved from being destroyed. I'm going to tell you some of those stories right now. During World War II, now it was records, there wasn't, well, there was tape, but believe me, nobody had it. It was, mm-hmm. it was something that wasn't out quite yet. But it was records, shellac. It was Formvar records, yes, right? Yes. During World War II, there are story upon story of studios either selling or donating to the war effort what they thought would be helpful to them. Right. So tape and the reels that they were on and yeah. machinery and all those recording and the, 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 the records that could be melted down mm-hmm. and such. So goodness knows you know, an untold amount of stuff just left and doesn't exist anymore. Wow. But again, what was more important at that point in time? Mm-hmm. If, well, the war. If you were running a studio, would you say, no, these are history, you can't touch them? No, never. Yeah, it would be a little tough. Here's one that's just a little hard to swallow. Back in 2004, RCA considered, they stopped, RCA considered cutting up an Elvis Presley master tape. Now, it was mostly outtakes, it wasn't any famous song, but it was him talking, prepping, practicing, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, we want to hear thing. that, don't we? I, I would think so. Yeah. Put that on an album. What they were going to do is cut it into two-inch pieces and then sell it to collectors for $495 each. Oh, my gosh. Now, I hate to admit it, but I might have bought one of those, but still, the fact remains, you're destroying a piece of history yeah. so I can have it. Is that good? It is not good. I don't know. Who's listening to us on Rock School? WMCE and Erie PA. Fantastic. Back in a minute here on Rock School. about not hanging on to our history and masters and how interestingly we look back on it and it really is difficult to lay today over history it is it back then it could have just been that this just isn't of any importance it is said when uh, walt disney was making his films that they would transfer the drawings onto glass yeah and instead of keeping the glass they'd wash it off and use it again yeah and you think you should have kept that it wasn't that way to them. No. You know, but as much as we'd like to have it, meh. This was also not the only fire 
that destroyed master tapes. Back in February of 1978, there was a fire in the non-air-conditioned Atlantic Records storage facility in Long Branch, New Jersey. Mm. It was a warehouse fire that destroyed virtually all of Atlantic's unreleased masters, alternative takes, and oh. session tapes by artists who recorded for that label and all its little offshoots through the classic 1948 to 1969 golden era, if oh you would call it. Oh my gosh. And here's what's interesting. You know, the UMG fire was held hush-hush for mm -hmm. 11 years. Right. They only held this one hush-hush for a year. And then people found out about it. Who broke? I, you know, I don't have the specifics of it, only the fact that it happened. How One year that? and they told. Yeah, you bet. Soundgarden. Did they lose it all? We're not sure. There are some they know. The Chess Records, the John Coltrane, they know it's all gone. Mm -hmm. But they have to go back with the cataloging. It could be they lost just some of it or they lost it all. My goodness. But in that room, that burnt, is where all the masters for Soundgarden were. Here on Rock School. bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. There was yet another smaller fire at MGM in 1972 that also destroyed film, but in amongst it, it killed a lot of music masters. All of Billy Holiday's masters gone. No way. Because of that. Now, that was not glossed over. Yeah. They let that now straight away, but Billy Holiday, all those master recordings, gone. Cannot be revisited. Goodness. Let's do seven days in 70 seconds. I'll tell you another real sad story. These are the rock and roll dates. August 5th through August 11th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. August 5th, 1978. The Rolling Stones, our disco, Miss You, goes to number one. August 6th, 1996. The Ramones play their final concert in New York City. August 7th, 2002. Ween drummer Claude Coleman Jr. Junior. Yeah, breaks his back and pelvis in a car accident. Man. God, man. You're going to do it. Do it right. Yuck. August 8th, 1980, Xanadu opens and Roller Disco dies. August 9th, 2002, Lisa Marie Presley marries Nick Cage. You know how long it lasted? A whopping four months. Yes, indeed. <laughs> August 10th, 1987, a chorus line becomes the first play on Broadway to hit 5,000 performances. And August 11th, 1973, American Graffiti opens. In the 1980s, MCA employees, i.e. working for MCA, so says Leonard Skinner, mm -hmm. they employed a cost-cutting measure of simply grabbing tape. 
Now, if you are going to record on two inch tape and when, when I record, and I've recorded twice there, uh, when you record at studio in the country, mm-hmm. not only do they grab it digitally, but they do record it to a tape. You don't buy the tape. They'll just record over it right, again. Right. But they'll record it to tape so you get that nice little analog in there as well, which gotcha. is a real neat little thing to do for somebody. So you can sort of look and see how the two of them sound. Cool. If you were to buy a two-inch tape, a uh-huh. reel of it could be anywhere today, at least, could be anywhere from three to $400, depending on what kind of tape you get. The blackback stuff is probably closer to $400. So in the 1980s, MCA employees did a cost-cutting measure where they just went and grabbed tapes off the shelves, erased them, and used them for a new recording. No, they didn't. No, they did not. Lord knows what was destroyed. No, they did not. It could very well be that nothing was destroyed. You know it was. A couple of guys paid for four hours in the studio, but for a while, yeah, they were just recording right over the other ones. Doesn't that break your heart? Seems stupid to me. Aerosmith. Is it all gone? They got a lot of albums, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But at least some of the Aerosmith masters, master discs, were inside of that building when it burnt. Time to move them, right? Yeah, Aerosmith, they're gone. There's nothing to move. There's nothing? There's nothing to move. Wow. How about that? Aerosmith here on Rock School. into the second break as we talk about other instances if you will where master tapes were either on purpose destroyed or through accident as was with the universal music group vault fire it's it's seldom the mistake that makes people the most angry yeah it's what the is it? lie it's the cover-up it's the uh... blame i even say that to my kids look There's two words that'll get you so far in life, Mm -hmm. gratitude and responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions. When you lie to me, I mean, I know you're going to screw up. You're 12. Yeah. But when you lie to me, it just drives me nuts. And they're good liars too. Especially the girl. (laughs) Especially the girl. Uh, RCA in the 1960s had a warehouse in Camden, New Jersey. The warehouse, according to collectors, industry veterans, all that held four full floors of catalog product pre-tape era material ranging from metal parts acetates shellac disc masters alternate takes test pressing all of that Mm -hmm. rca was allowed to go in and take out what they could carry they grabbed most of the jazz my assumption is the way the thing was written and the way i grabbed it was that the building was sold yeah and they were told look you can go in and take what you can carry but other than that that's it the building and the masters were exploded. 
one of those things where it went bang, 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 and then collapsed. Why wouldn't they allow them to get everything out? Fair question. This general thing is going to happen again. I have more stories like this. No, you don't. And then what they did after it was exploded was they bulldozed, they simply pushed it all into the Delaware River, and it was used as the sub whatever Mm -hmm. of a pier. I don't know anything about building a pier. But yeah, all of that gone this little story that it was said the collectors swore they saw black pieces and what have you oh flying my gosh. i don't know whether they did or not but still all of that gone ridiculous can you believe that it says here in the days before bmg took over rca many tapes were thrown away to make room for new stuff people found the tapes in the dumpsters and recovered them mm-hmm. one of them was elvis's early recordings for the companies. Oh, no. Almost just thrown away. This is just unbelievable. Who's listening to us on this here Rock School radio show? WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. One of our first affiliates and still with us. Back in a minute here on Rock School. asked me off air i mean how can these people be so stupid how can they yeah well again i think you know history is a different place they do things differently there i don't have the quote right on the money but you can't lay today over previous i i hate we're still doing this i hate to liken this to my doing woodworking but i could care less about the finished product Mm -hmm. all i want to do is build it once i've built it sell it yeah then i get to build another one all these guitars that i built Mm -hmm. if you got rid of them all tomorrow hey you know what i'd miss a couple of them but hey i get to build more (laughs) guitars i guess i know what i'm doing tomorrow huh sell each one of them for about four hundred dollars and then and then be (laughs) done with the darn thing oh you don't think you can get that for it oh i didn't say that but I don't think at the time people were being nefarious and twirling their mustache and mm-hmm. I shall destroy this. I, I think it was part of how business was done. We have the recording. We have it. What do I care about this master tape? Which is what a lot of people who are listening to the show right now may very well go, look, I've got the song. Yeah. It's going to sound that way. The resi- That's fine. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it could be that I'm sort of yelling to the void Mm -hmm. right now. In the 1980s and 90s, a great number of recording studios went defunct, including the record plant and Bell Sound. And it was very often that when these studios closed, they basically locked the door and sold it as is. Yeah. Which meant not only equipment, but reels and reels of tape. Now, oh the my ma- goodness. The majority of these, the smaller ones and such, they, you know, they had local musicians, and I'm sure to a small group of people it was important. But when we're talking about major places like the record plant, 
they get sold and whomever bought it just probably doesn't see the beauty of it. It says here at Bell Studio, they threw away the master. Somebody found it mm-hmm. with Hang On Sloopy uh-huh. on it. Also, the record plant, the owners who bought the building, these are not the people that sold it, the people yeah. that bought it that the now have people. all of this, yeah. they at least had the intelligence to contact the record companies and say, look, we bought this building. I mean, we're going to turn it into a fro-yo or something like that. Right. But look, you you got to come get this stuff. Yes, indeed. And what they did is they charged them $20 per reel plus storage costs, which makes sense. There were original masters from Springsteen, Hart, and Ted Nugent. Goodness. In there. <clears throat> Can you believe it? So many songs that <laughs> will never be able to be recreated. A lot of people believe that Rocket 88 by Jackie Brenston and his Delta Cats yeah. was the first rock and roll song. Right. Should have saved that reel, huh? Yeah. Gone. Even the funk era. Rufus and Shaka Khan. Tell me something good. Gone. Rufus on Rock School. school i've given you all of the stories that that at least i found over multiple multiple websites about masters being destroyed now the umg fire again it's not the fire i think we could have all gone oh that's horrible what a terrible terrible mistake it's like the notre dame right nobody did that on purpose what a horrible horrible mistake but we can all accept it it was Mm -hmm. the lie and the fact that you know why didn't you just tell us And maybe UMG is of the opinion, why is this any of your business? All these years later, though. Goodness, what you covering up? Yeah. There is something being covered up. It says here that there are also multiple, multiple instances of master tapes just disappearing or being clipped. For example, Sam Cooke came into your recording studio. Mm-hmm. You're some lowly engineer. Yeah. And there's Sam Cooke. I mean, I've, I've, I've been to multiple studios. I've toured multiple studios. And the one thing I kept hearing was, you can't fawn over these people. Right. That's not what they're here for. They right. want to record an album. They want to be treated like the guy down the street. Hey, yep. let's go get a hamburger and a beer. So you can't fawn over them. Mm-hmm. So there's Sam Cooke. And he's recording and he's having his cigarette and he's, you know, having a good time. And then you, the lowly engineer, I was with Sam Cooke. What am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. So what people would do is they'd go into the tape about, I don't know, 10 minutes. They'd clip themselves out a little piece of it. Uh Or they would just take the whole thing as a keepsake. Wow. Yep. There are also stories of companies copying the masters onto a hard drive and then discarding, reselling, or simply reusing the reels because it's on to the hard drive. Yeah. And I'd love to tell you that that's what we should be doing, taking all these and putting them onto hard drives. 
I guess. But how long does a hard drive last? I don't know. But then again, how Forever? long? Yeah. How long does a tape last? You said off air again, we should be keeping all these things in the Smithsonian. Yeah, for think real. Of, think about how many songs are created per year. A quarter million? Mm-hmm. So in a decade... You've got a quarter million times 10, so you now have 2.5 million songs. I didn't say we should keep all of them there. <laughs> There's a lot of trash out there. You never know what's going to be You don't have taken. to record all of history, right? I think we got to keep Friday, Friday. It's such a massive hit. So, I don't know. Maybe I was just yelling out to the void in this show and people, we have the songs. I'm sorry the masters got destroyed. I'm sorry people did that. But the songs exist and that's enough. I don't quite buy that. I don't buy it either. Yeah, it's I nasty. think I think when you have a vault like that, it's it's being kept for a reason. Yes. And if it happened, ugh. and were they all backed up? I don't know. Will walk this way you... sound like walk this way for the remainder of its existence because we can't go back to the You're master. You're never going to know. That's true. That's true. So that wraps it up. Got a new topic for you next week. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. You betcha. Class is dismissed. You heard the noise they make, but let me introduce my new Rocket 88. Yes, it's straight, just one way. Everybody likes my Rocket 88. Baby, we'll ride in style, moving all along. Smart and designed, black convertible top, and the gals don't mind. Sporting with me, riding all around town for joy. Blow your horn, Raymond, blow! <laughs>